0: It is Thursday night, and yes, this is not my studio, and I am outside. I come to you live from the lesser of the SEC states, the, the Florida swamps. Um, this is uh, it's a, it's a unique incident. Uh, you know, somehow I've managed to crawl down off of my mountainside and end up in the flat plains of uh, South Florida. But hey, I'm here, and uh, we're, we're going to keep doing the same old thing we've been doing. We're going to fight for liberty. We're going to talk about great candidates, and we're going to just we're gonna have a great time. Um, something else that's changed this week is uh, I've got a, a guest, a new and eh, new, not new, um, co-host, a guest co-host, um, but you know, her, uh, Miss uh, Meme Moore herself, the degenerate from the swamplands. not going to say hi or nothing. nothing. I mean, just... uh,
1: no, I couldn't. I couldn't see that I was on. I was looking at the Facebook feed and it was lagged a little. So I was just like, what's going on? I'm a moron.
0: <laughs> Smooth. <sighs> so, yeah. So we're going to do the ad read thing because we got to get that out of the way first. Uh, you can find us on all these platforms. Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, uh, yeah, uh, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. You want to take this one
1: yeah the vet or libertarian veterans caucus we're leading libertarians to veteran issues and leading veterans to libertarian solutions
0: i don't know what else to say <laughs> <laughs> i'm dying over here this is hard all right people are politics people are people it's james tarry for kentucky t-o-l-l-e-r the number four ky.com It's tarry for kentucky James Tucker is an awesome dude. Um, if you've never met him, I highly encourage you go to one of his events or one of his uh, campaign rallies. Um, he's a freaking amazing dude. And he just does, outside of politics, he does a lot for his community. And he just, he's just a fantastic activist all the way around. We've also got Chris By, uh for Alaska's congressman. Uh, go to it's itstimealaska.com. I've also heard that he's pretty gangster i um, not certain <laughs> where that started, but, uh, you know, there's some dude that used to come on here and he, uh, he said he's pretty gangster. So, hey, so, got an If you want to check out all the shows uh, unedited, which we don't edit anyways, because I'm too lazy. Uh, but, the, you know, without the chance of it being taken down from YouTube, Facebook or any other platform, get them on the website. You can also get the merch on there. Uh, that shirt that Jenny is wearing—it says "Not a Real Libertarian," but it's not our merch. But hey, Real Libertarian makes great stuff. So I mean, get one of those too. Link <laughs> get some more stuff. It's awesome. Like Natalie Bruno.com. RedemptionTactical.com. Use that link up. Ciao.
1: Which I already put it in the thing thing.
0: In the thing thing. Yep. Uh, current for It's timelesskill.com. Hashtag Chris for AK. Uh, probably right um, lpvest.com they've got a website now hashtag anarchy lube uh and i don't know what the others are oh we got will for ok.com. okay.com will, will is
1: okay.
0: okay he is okay isn't he he's just okay <laughs> <laughs> but uh all right so enough bullshitting uh we've got an awesome dude who has thoroughly impressed me just in the last few minutes of him being on The backstage, Um, he's running for governor of the most insane state in the country, Uh, he's trying to tame the wild Florida man, Um, he wants to help, you know, remove uh, DeSantis, and, you know, put in some logic, and some reason, and just, you know, just something better than what the fuck y'all got going on now, and uh, from what I've seen, it would be a lot better, so, I'd love to introduce to y'all, Hector Roos. And uh, take it away. Hey, thanks everybody. Th- hey, thanks
2: for letting me be uh, among you that are not a libertarian. Uh, <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm Hector Russo. I'm running for uh, for governor of Florida. Uh, I, you know, I can't believe I'm saying that myself because you know, libertarians running for office, right? Uh, but I'm uh, I'm living up to uh, to the call. You know, I'm uh, I'm on the state board for the Libertarian Party of Florida. Um, I'm actually the the chair of the candidates committee there, and when we needed a candidate, I said, you know. Where's everybody? And I said, Oh, shoot, it must be me. <laughs> so, uh, but no, no, that's that's the short story. The longer story is, uh, is it, it, it? I am, you know, I woke up uh, a week of qualifying, and I thought, Holy cow, we don't, you know, we're about to pass national red flag laws. Uh, you know, we have uh, double uh You know, political establishments in Tallahassee throughout the, the state that are basically ignoring people's rights and and people's needs around here. We have we have state monopolies running everything around here. And we want to say that we're the free state of Florida. We can do a lot better, honestly. Uh, so I hope to be—I I hope to be that better option that people can uh, can can aspire to vote for and support, come out and vote for, actually have a reason to vote for something different. Uh, and that um, you know, that's my that's my simple elevator pitch. I can go a, a lot more, or um, or we can, uh, or I can take some um, questions.
0: Yeah, I mean, one thing I like to do is just you know get the humans out of people. I think it, it's it's um, super easy to you know, do the libertarian thing and talk policy, talk philosophy and do all that stuff. Um, I think, you know, finding the human side of people is, is actually a delicate balance because you do want to you, you do want people to know that you're not just some political machine who just shows up and gives speeches. Um, so, I mean, I guess, oh, sure. you know, yeah, one of the best things, you know, because one thing I'll, I'll say this, uh, we will start with this. Florida is a very interesting state. It is a huge state that is in the south, but is not a southern state. I was actually having a conversation about this today with someone. Um it's a very diverse population with just people from literally fucking everywhere here and it is incredibly flat, incredibly humid and it is killing me physically to be here. However, um it is a it is a really cool place. It's got a lot of really interesting things. So what, you know, when you're not, you know, on the campaign trail, when you're not doing podcasts, when you're not doing all these other things, what what are the things you like to do?
2: Uh, Other than sweat outside and uh, no, no, I I raised, um, uh, you know, I actually like, uh, I'm full into the libertarian experience. Uh, You know, I I was, um, I I joined the libertarian party a few years ago, knowing that, you know, this was going to be my passion project for for a number of years. And I found myself, you know, running for office as, uh, you know, because I don't think there was anybody else who could communicate passion our message. Uh, you know, personally and professionally, I've been in, I've been involved in politics for almost 15 years. Not a lot of people, not a lot of libertarians, can say that. Uh, you know, but, you know, I was um, I was one of those guys who got recruited originally in the 2007 for Ron Paul's 2008 campaign, and I've I've been learning the ropes ever since then. I have worked with you know, pro- I've probably over 70 campaigns, statewide to you know to local little city commission races. Uh, I've seen I, I've seen the depravity of politics up close, and I've seen how it, it can ruin communities and also how it can help really help them out too. Uh, and and I see the I, I see the worst of of everything I've seen in, in my history in, in politics just I just see it right in front of me happening at a state level and it, it really sickens me. you know uh, people really are desperate in the state of Florida. Uh, it's not you know it's, it's not gonna sugarcoat it. you have you have voters in Florida who voted for. They, they voted for, they constantly vote for themselves, uh, property tax exemptions, but then on the other side, they also vote for my, uh, minimum wage. So, you know, to to have those kind of different opinions, uh, you know, as supported by over 60% of the vote, is is uh, it means that you are looking for a solution and you don't know where else to turn to your desk.
0: Yeah, I mean, so <clears throat> I guess one thing I'll get into is: Are you from, or, like, are, are you native to Florida, or did you move here from like another state? Or so I've uh, I've been
2: here longer than most people. Uh, I was uh, I was uh, a born elsewhere, like a lot of people are. Uh, so that could technically makes me the, the the quintessential Florida man. And I've been I was raised here. went to you know ele- you know elementary all the way up uh, here. You know, got my uh, my uh, uh, my bachelor's degree from the universities here. But a lot of public, some private, you know. Mix, mix everything, that's the Florida experience, right? School choice, yay, yeah, which means myriad of choices and bouncing around between option option, option A to option B and Z, right? So no, I've, I've been through it. I've been through it all, I've, I've, I've lived, uh, you know, I've been in, you know, I'm actually, I'm an immigrant story. So my family's, uh, I'm, the, I'm of the generation of the first, uh, you know, my parents weren't college graduates. My sister and I are the first college graduates. Uh, you know, my, my my sister likes to remind me that she's, she's the anchor baby you know, uh, while well, I was a legit one, you know that that was a uh, uh, born here and uh, once my, my parents were actually established, right? So it, you know, we ha- it's a lot of Floridians, you know, can relate to that kind of story, you know. Uh, and, and frankly, I think uh, I think we need people in in office who can relate to people, not not just like sit there and, and live separate from them uh, and and you know pass policies that that have no impact on their lives. So that's uh, you know. That's what it comes down to and, and really the florida man stories i i hope i <laughs> i hope i don't live up to the name
0: <laughs> so <clears throat> i will say this florida is quite possibly the, the the best melting pot in the u.s um you've got like places like new york where people will scramble there to go and try and get rich, or right. you know like la everybody wants to be a movie star but those are like uh, just absolute shitholes. I mean, Florida is actually a really beautiful place and I've met a lot of people so far and I've actually had a lot of really good encounters with people. But I don't think there's anyone that's actually ever born in Florida. I think, I don't think... I am. I, don't think, I was
1: born and raised here.
0: so I don't think there's been a single person... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I am, like am a Florida middle. native. I was born and raised here. The only time I didn't live here was when I was in the Navy, and then I came right back. So yes, I am the anomaly. I was actually born here.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's so meh, like 90, like ninety percent <laughs> of the population is like like has immigrated here from like other states or other places. I mean, it's it's wild. I mean, uh, you talk to people and they're like, oh, everybody's fucking moving here, but I mean. That's kind of what's made Florida, you know, that's given Florida part of its charm anymore is that there are so many different cultures and so many different just walks of life, you know, that can help work together. Yeah,
2: uh, I mean, it, it's true. I mean, we, you know, people jokingly say that, uh, you know, people are moving constantly every day from uh, one of those other lesser states. You know, the, the reality is that the, I'm, you know, I'm a, a licensed realtor and we, we like to, in the industry, we like to say that basically every month we have the same pop- the population of Tampa uh, moving to Florida every month. So that's a lot of people. Uh, that is a ton of a ton and ton of people. Uh, and of course, uh, there's Susie Q reminding us that she was also born here. Uh, if you don't know her, she's something else. She's a typical. She actually is a Florida girl uh now with, with that said the uh yeah people it's interesting you, you notice that people are just packing in the city centers we have a lot of empty space in, uh in the, in the state um and and really when it comes down to it you, you find it funny but the one thing that holds back um you, you well this is all this demand right we're talking about uh that's part of the contributing to housing prices so many people are coming here you know uh and on top of that though we can't build in the areas where we have a lot of la- open land in florida
0: because of the the rules and regulations exist here, you know, uh, yeah. Well, Florida is already a difficult place to build too. And then, cause I mean, the, the water table is so close to the, the surface that um, a lot of what you would potentially build, you're going to have to reinforce every so many years. Right. I mean, cause it's, it's not like the ground is super sturdy. Cause I come from like Eastern Tennessee where you've got about three inches of dirt and then you've got nothing but shell for about three foot. So, I mean, there's nothing you can't build on that. Here is, I guess, the opposite. I mean, it's all just basically like you get like an inch of dirt and everything else is mud or sand below it.
1: You yeah. have to bring in soil to raise your property before you put a house mm-hmm. on it here. Um, and then, of course, all the houses that are lower now, they're going to flood whenever you build a new house because yours is so much higher. And it's all going to it's yeah, it's it's fuckery. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, here's the 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 main issue is that we have we have two ca- things that limit us in terms of cost in Florida uh, for building. One is that, like you said, you have the you have the building code that requires houses to be lift uh, to be raised on a on basically a concrete pad or or basically soil a uh, soil mound and then concrete on top of it. Uh, you're actually not allowed to just build your house on stilts anywhere in the state other than the Keys. Uh, so that means that if you were if you just want to lift your house, you you, you couldn't do it. Right, Uh, they just made it completely illegal, and you actually have to wait in line for your queue to get uh, the cement truck to pull up and, and, you know, leave your cement at your concrete. That is at your at your building site. Now that we're only allowed to build concrete uh, in uh, in Florida, so wood wood frame buildings, uh, alternative building materials, even those that are less expensive than than, than, uh, or this would be uh, poured cement, uh, not allowed. Not allowed in the state of Florida. So most of the most of the houses that were built before you know, 19, 1950 that are not concrete wouldn't be allowed to be rebuilt under a building code. So that's that's a lot. Uh, on top of that, you know everything's going up in price. So we are people are suffering. I mean, uh, I can't. I, I always run into people these days saying I, I lost my house because I couldn't afford the property insurance. You know, uh, because they get kicked off the of citizens of the public land, and then you know the going to the private sector would cost them like you know eight times more sometimes then sort of shoot up for like a, you know two, two grand to 10, you know, uh, in one year and you have to pay all that. And forget it. Forget if you live in a, in a, in a decent condo and anywhere, uh, they'll hit you there too. So, you know, people are getting hit with like triple or quadruple taxes because of, uh, either the property taxes are going up because people's housing value are going up. So it just, that just happens. You know, we got, we have a lot of problems and, um, and frankly, you know, although I'm enjoying this nice, nice beverage in a hot day, uh, you know, the, the, the politicians in Tallahassee have been out to lunch since for years at this point. So I'm just, we can't wait for them to come back.
0: So, well, I guess I'll ask both of y'all because I'm, I'm the new guy here. Um, what is, so there's a lot of states in the United States where property taxes are low and you can buy things cheap. Uh, cost of living is abysmally low and you can find work that'll keep you, well above the poverty line. What is it about Florida specifically that everyone is drawn to? Is it the weather? Because I mean, this is fucking miserable to me. But I mean, uh, what? I mean, what is what is it you think it is that's drawing everyone here?
1: The beach life, at least for us, where I am, um, that's a big thing. Is is you can have somewhere beachside, and you put it up on the market, and it's gone within a few days. You've already got an yeah. offer. You're already taking it. Um, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, also where I am, because the space industry is so big right here, um, we've, we're houses are just disappearing off the market. You can't keep them on. Well, they're they're starting to stagnate a little bit because I'm trying to buy a house. I'm like, God damn it, all you foreigners stay out of my fucking state. But, <laughs> uh, damn it.
0: That's but, that sounded uh, a, a little dangerous there. That was a little yeah, dangerous, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Uh, you sure, you okay. should you shouldn't vote for Trump. I mean it, I'm just asking. Like
1: No. The, <laughs> anywhere oh. north of like Tennessee, you're a foreigner to me. I don't understand it. I got into it with a chick at work who's my like work best friend and my work mom because she doesn't put cheese on her shepherd's pie. And I was like, What the fuck is wrong with you? And so
2: Apple pie, yes though, right? No ew. You never heard of cheese on apple pie? No,
1: I have. It's fucking gross. Oh, I'm not okay. eating it. But I don't eat pie, so like I'm fat because I like either potatoes way. and I like butter. <laughs> like okay. that's why I'm round. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Um. So what do you think, Hector? What do you, what do you think it is that's drawing everyone here?
2: Yeah, there, I mean, there's demand. Uh, you have to listen. It, it really it does come down to that. We are uh, we're someplace people want to go. Uh, if you have money and you don't like big city life. Uh, anymore, right? But we've always attracted snowbirds, whether from Canada, Britain, uh some other Ohio. place in the United States. Ohio. Always Ohio. But, wait, wait, <laughs> Ohio doesn't really exist. Remember that. No, you know, but that's, they that's, all come that's down that's here somehow. <laughs> yeah, exactly well, it's because they, they have to come through a study. Uh in any case, the uh you know there is a demand there's always been a demand down here, but what's that produce? It's produced trailer parks and, you know, snowbird communities and not the kind of uh, not the kind of living situation that uh, that uh, that you would that would invite even more people to come and stay that's the big difference so you know the last two years we've seen that things have just gotten so bad in other states those lesser states uh, that people just want to move here uh, because we have low taxes we don't have an income tax you know and uh, we we have a sales tax we don't have a we don't have a
1: state tax you said income tax we don't have a state
2: tax Right. The, it, right. So some states like New York actually have a, they have a New York income tax on top of your federal income tax. they have to file. Right. So, you know, that that's a big deal. Uh, it's a big deal when you're considering you know, how much taxes are in, in like New York or uh, Philly or L.A. You know, uh, there's a reason for it. Uh, and so we're, we're just an attractive tax shelter on top of that, because we our taxes are generally are lower uh, than other states and other countries. even, Right. So, you know, you it's not uh, it's not unheard of. It's a, it's an old story going back to the 80s that condos uh, condos built in Florida are basically safety deposit boxes, someplace to to put money in and forget. You know uh, when you don't have when banks are unsafe, right? So that's that's a long that's a long and short story of it. You can you, I could probably say a story about cocaine cowboys at this point, and you can get the idea. But that but basically is, yeah I mean we have white sand beaches and white and white grainy sand cocaine that fueled a lot of of real estate investment over the decades. It's absolutely true. Uh, Yeah, so that's why we have our own, uh, you know, branch of the Federal Reserve in Miami. Even though it's tied to Atlanta, why is there a field office? You know, there's a lot of money being passed through, cash being passed through Miami, or Florida for that matter. So,
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna ask, so if Florida is this magnificent state, why does Florida still have a three-day waiting period for gun purchases?
2: Well, that's a. You want to answer that? Oh. I just say you no, can't no, have everything. Well, you have to remember. So, Florida, and it's
1: it's only three day oh. waiting list if you you know,
2: if you actually care. There, 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 exactly. There is a there. There's there's so many ways around that that a lot of people haven't really cared that much, and that's true of a lot of gun issues that, especially the ones that disturb me the most. Uh, because we, you know, we we raised the limit from, from purchase of a firearm from 18 to 21. Uh, we've added the, you know, the, the waiting list, uh, and and frankly, it's all it's all kind of the generational politics. You know, uh, Florida is built in a way that that rewards uh, generational politics, so the people who are in charge of the state in the 60s are the ones that are still involved now, or have a lot of influence on. Them. Um, which, for the most part, were Dixiecrats, right? You know, they the modest. Uh, they they inherited a, this wonderful tradition of, of hey let's restrict gun rights let's um, you know let's restrict the uh, what what law de jour we want to pass that will affect the people's ability to protest against our pol- you know their policies right uh, and that's really what it comes down to there is a culture clash there is a generational divide it happens in Florida uh, and and frankly it's it's just a lot of people finding their way into to protesting uh, or or getting even to office it takes. Takes time and takes a lot of uh, a, mo- a, a popular movement. You know what? What was the most popular thing we heard from Florida in terms of protesting? Uh, it wasn't COVID. It was actually a uh, school board, uh, not the mask, uh, unmask my kids and and let me teach, let me let me have the permission of whether they should be taught sex and communism, right? Uh, at four years old or eight years old. All right, that's really the biggest protest. They were the parents were so loud and rowdy in Florida that the uh, that the school boards complained to the Department of Justice, and the Department of Justice issued a memo calling them all domestic terrorists. So that's that's the Florida I live in, you know. Uh, what you know, all this other stuff about, uh, you know, about hey, we're gonna we're gonna silence protests and we're gonna restrict gun rights, and all all this is an, an old legacy kind of Florida uh, that uh, that we're still trying to just work out, and that's part of the reason why I'm running too for for governor because we. We just basically need to point out, point out that we need to depart from the traditions of the past uh, because when you restrict gun rights, you're basically joining a long, well-established tradition of, of Jim Crow, you know, which were, you know, all laws for the most part affect um, minorities disproportionately, but particular laws like that that are targeted toward people who just can't afford to, uh, to go around those laws are the ones who are most affected. Uh, that's what it comes down to. Look at that, a history lesson too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know. I mean, I just I, I look at gun laws in Florida and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Y'all actually have some halfway decent laws, and then you've got stuff like, you know, the banning of armor piercing rounds, which would be like green tip five, five, six rounds, or then but then you're like, Hey, you can carry all these places except for these twenty. And then I don't know, it's wild. Like my, my big policy is firearm ownership. That's what I focus on. That's my that's my niche in the world. And uh, and I, I hear everybody talk about how fantastic Florida is. And I look at gun laws. I'm like, is it though? But that's just me. Uh, I mean, if you're into like beaches and getting sand in your ass, I mean, that's cool. I mean, I'm not into that. I'm I'm a I'm a hillbilly from the, the hills of eastern Tennessee. So the beach thing I'm is I'm the so worst moving. Floridian
1: ever. I can't stand the beach and I don't eat seafood. Like, I don't know why I was born here.
0: It was a punishment. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I would yeah. say. Uh, have you ever, have you ever seen uh, homeschooling rules in, in, in homeschooling rules in uh, Florida are also more restrictive than they are in uh, in New York State. For wow, I mean, we got we yeah we got some things that we got some things in Florida that are you know uh, that we need help. Floridians need help, really. At the end of the day, you know uh, they they people are just trying to get by. I I, was, I said before that people are desperate in in, in Florida. Uh, you know they were so desperate that they. Uh, they voted for Trump twice, right? Uh, so that's what it—that's really what it comes down to. Uh, they, uh, people, uh, people want to see solutions. You know, what's the biggest problems? I mean, you—you you can see it uh, over at a uh, at a grocery store. You go in there and and you see whether if, if there is something on the sh- making sure that there is something on the shelf, right? Uh, you know what people are commenting about, or, or the alternates people are buying instead of their the, the the usual things they would buy because they're not too expensive. But what are they doing now? You see people making. Real hard choices. You know, gas prices are up. You know, these aren't these aren't easy things. And and libertarians, you know, we we say we're concerned. We say we want to see the world freer, but we need to actually say what? How do we get there? Right? Uh, the the most basic thing, of course, is is all the cost of living. Con- all the cost of living uh, increases are based on U.S. dollars. So we know that inflation is playing a huge role in in every type of goods or services that we that we're involved in. You know what I say? It's time to switch Florida to a Bitcoin standard. Let's just get out. of Let's just allow people to exit the dollar legally through the state of Florida, and and allow and allow us to you know we can still use the, if you use the, the dollar. I mean if you got it you got it, uh, but we will just charge your premium if you want to pay any taxes, pay any permits, pay any fees to the state through there. That's gonna move that's gonna move the needle real good, real fast, uh, in our direction. You know because ultimately a currency that's not uh, open to as much manipulation, and in a way that's not transparent. Like the U.S. dollar is is uh, is something you want to get away You'll get away from as soon as possible. That's one thing. I'm not even talking about property insurance. Property insurance, we know that we that's a state monopoly that's in place here. So start working, start creating alternate alternatives that can compete in the market. You know, or or heaven forbid, if you if you if you want mortgages, uh, you know, don't you push for mortgages that that don't require that type of property insurance. You know, it's okay, it's gonna be a little bit more expensive, but at least it's not you know, it's not a fluctuating rate, you know, that you're gonna get hit with all the time. You know, just simple things. We just gotta open up the market. We have too many monopolies in Florida.
0: So, yeah. so I did... Go ahead. Sorry.
1: I was gonna say about the monopolies. Do you know that in the state of Florida there's only one company that will insure or will insure trailers? Just one company that will insure trailers, and you cannot have it. They will not insure you if you have a dog more than thirty pounds. Like, like that's ridiculous. This is full-body
2: like a manufactured or, or, or home or double-wide. Oh, manufactured home, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. the 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 big the, the big secret is that there, there there's a lot of, uh, of land use attorneys who have pushing to ban as many manufactured homes across the state as possible. I mean, you, you're talking about the 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 lowest cost of, of construction uh, for a home that at, will last you forty years at least. Uh, I mean, that's you can if you, you see you see these all on the market; they're still good after a long time. And refurbishing. I mean, and I'm not talking about RVs; I'm talking about manufactured homes, double wides, triple wides, sometimes. Yeah, uh And and now they have the new technology and um, uh, what's it? Uh, not the uh, the one that comes in pieces. Not just the double. Oh, they're called the Manufactured, manufactured homes. Yeah, yeah, but um, th- they have this other type that uh, that come together. Uh, let's just say there's uh, there's new construction methods, modular for, homes for how to build modular homes. Thank you. That's what we call yeah. modules. I mean that you can just put on the back of a truck and just in piece and you just connect them like Legos. Hmm. I mean that's cool. But you, you know they're they're a little bit more expensive than manufactured homes, but they they're 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 actually nicer than traditional C B C construction. <sighs> a lot nicer. I mean, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've actually looked at some of those, because uh, in any in, sense, in it is very difficult to build, especially when you're on a mountain, you got to, you, there is a certain mm-hmm. kind of uh, thing you got to look sure. for. Uh, those, those modular yeah. homes are actually very light compared to like traditionally built homes. I um, mean, nobody really builds good, solid wood foundation homes anymore. So I understand that and that would actually probably be beneficial here with the land, you don't want something super heavy on uh, damp land. Um, but there's something I want to kind of pivot back to. Um, we're gonna hit a couple comments here first because this is getting weird. You're killing um, me, Brian. First Brian
1: How dare you? Brian he
0: says your be- mom sucks. Sean Hickman said, "Bite your tongue." She is hot. Apparently, we've got a new cult going on. <laughs>
1: Thanks, John. I love you.
0: <laughs> but I wanted to I wanted to pivot back to the <laughs> fucking Christ. Steven, come get your woman. Um. <laughs> that work, <laughs> oh Jesus! So this comment here uh, from Susie Q. I've been I've seen more Bitcoin sure. ATMs here than anywhere. Um, so I've actually They're started right. seeing them. Yeah, so I've actually seen a lot of them start popping up in East Tennessee, and I've seen them in different places. But uh, mm-hmm. so from what you're saying, like um, because I, I knew almost nothing about Florida before I got here. The most I know about Florida, I've learned since it's since I've been here. Um, so if Florida is this bastion of you know where people just come to store their money. Bitcoin would actually make sense in a lot of different ways because it's it's completely decentralized. I think Florida would be actually a really good starting point because of that for a a commonly accepted currency um, for commerce here in Florida because in my opinion, Florida would be the last, like wouldn't be... Okay, so if you look at California, there's a lot of money in California, there's a lot of money in New York. However, New York and California would be the first places to tax the ever-loving shit out of it. They'd find some way to tax it hard. My opinion would be Florida may tax it, but it wouldn't be as bad as those other two if they tax it at all. So do you think the viability of actually moving away from the U.S. dollar in Florida to Bitcoin would be a possible thing in the near future?
2: I mean, so everything I already said. You know, the decentralized revolution that we promote as libertarians is already happening. It'll happen without us, actually. So uh, why? Because the market's going to go there. It, it just take. it's just a matter of time. So us actually talking about these issues, popular being at the, spear, at the tip of the spear and popularizing them is really where we want to be. It's going to happen regardless because uh, people want to find alternatives in the market. And they will. They, they, they certainly will. Uh, they, we've already seen it. Susie Q's example of ATM uh, Bitcoin ATMs is a great example. You know why w- there's a profit motivation for for these retailers or even maybe gas stations or CVSs to have these Bitcoin ATMs in their uh, in their stores uh, because it makes them money and, and obviously provides you know Bitcoin. Uh, the whole point about Bitcoin and why we even should be talking about it is that first adopters make a lot of money, but on on top of that, you know the, the so the point of Bitcoin right now where we're at is that we, we're here and we want bitcoin adoption up here or or way up here eventually and that's really where our goal is as soon as people do- adopt Bitcoin or decentralized money uh you know not fiat uh in, a, in big numbers that's when we start really breaking down the system and we because we provided alternates in in the market that's when the market actually works to, to create efficiencies and uh and lower prices and and basically great freedoms I mean at the end of the day yeah, I'm really pumped. About, I'm really pumped about this issue. I think Bitcoin is like, you cannot, you can't. I cannot uh, minimize the impact of Bitcoin being popularized in in Florida more. I mean, I, I, I can't. I mean, it's you. You have to shout it from the rooftops. If Bitcoin is the future, and it, it's the it's the currency of freedom.
1: especially with how many oh sorry I was gonna say especially with how big our tourist industry is we should be monopolizing off of any kind of currency
0: Um, yeah if anyone's been through like a currency exchange you know that it's a fucking ripoff when you go through the airport I mean they will just strip you of every dollar you have just or every yeah for dollar for like a better word that you have just to change it from whatever to the US dollar with Bitcoin, you don't have that. It's international, and I'm I'm thinking not even just Bitcoin. I personally refuse to use Bitcoin unless I have to. I use stuff right. like Litecoin and uh, some some of the other altcoins um, because the the transfer fees don't exist. Like Litecoin, there is no um, there is no transfer fee on uh, on that stuff. But um, I think crypto as a whole, it's easier to convert from Bitcoin to Litecoin or Litecoin to Bitcoin or or sure. Doge to Bitcoin than it is to switch from the U.S. dollar to pesos or to the to the um, uh, kroner or the whatever, like the, the pound or the the yen or whatever it is, and it, it is much more efficient, and you can use right. it in the store. Um, so,
2: really, the reason why we keep using saying Bitcoin is just because it's so widely adopted already. Common. It's considered the gold standard among cryptocurrencies because it's so widely accepted for, for in commerce, uh, and that's that's really why we keep saying. Uh, Litecoin is considered. Yeah, Litecoin is considered the silver. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Ethereum is considered uh, considered um, the silver standard, right? And then and then Litecoin is considered what, like a third place copper, copper standard, or yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, That's this is me fun. I've been play. watching it. I've been watching it since 2010 come out. Come out, you know. So it's it's uh, it, it is it, it really is showing. It's, it's it's you know, when you when you guys wonder, I mean, transparency and money is one of the big big questions that we always talk about. Like, where is inflation coming from? Where where, where is the uh, uh, where does where does inflation originate and we're yes I know right sorry uh, we're talking about you know, no it's it's, it's, no, it's the like, comments are so, killing so me so we have Sean, Sean Hickman talking about you know uh, talking about foreign currencies is uh, <laughs> he's like a master class. <laughs> so
1: I love you at Sean. the end of the
2: day we're, yeah Sean <laughs> Sean's a funny guy yeah <laughs>
1: And then Susie Q wants to sexually assault me. Hashtag Me Too. No, don't touch me.
0: I feel bad for Hector. He's like this. Is, he's like, I'm so excited about fucking crypto, and you guys are retards.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, listen, I I know Su- Su- I know where Susie is in the state. We're, we're, I'm, I know I'm in Miami. Where are the rest of you guys?
1: Well, he's uh. in the same area as her. Um, okay. I'm in Brevard.
2: All right. So I was, um, I was actually looking at, uh, at, uh, buying warehouse space, commercial spaces in the, in the Brevard area and, and like, oh, I could probably put, put a show together and, and, uh, you know, put a little deck on top of the, the roof and let people watch, uh, you know, rocket launches. From it depends is on that where still, you're going to be that in the
1: um actually from my balcony i can see the launches f- pretty well even when i was living just south of here i could still see him in my backyard um but growing up here it, you it loses the the awe factor yeah
2: Cuz you see them like, so often they're on a they're on a schedule
1: yeah you're more like ah oh, traffic's gonna be horrible
0: <laughs> Meanwhile more has hit all the major republican talking points Uh, Keep the immigrants out of my backyard. I can see rockets from my back porch. Um, I think you got to hit the Ted Cruz next. So go for it.
1: Well, he's the Zodiac. So, I mean, why would I talk about it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, was he... (laughs) Never understood that. I never understood that that story because he's so you know he's so, so, Zodiac. He was, was long four long.
1: when they happened. Yeah, but his. Exactly. If, if you did, if you look at the sketch of what the Zodiac supposed to look like, it looks very similar to Ted Cruz. Seriously? Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it could be worse. I mean, Matt Gates should, uh, as I've said, Matt Gates should one hundred percent be appointed to. Uh, the, the secretary of education i mean if anybody spends more time in public high schools than him i mean i'd like to see who it is you, you mean with uh high school seniors i mean he knows he knows what a lot of high schools on the inside look like uh,
2: that's true uh, he, yeah, yeah he also knows how to transact with digital currency
0: yeah oof oof <laughs> That makes it sound a hell of an NBA, can't Oh, <laughs> um, so
2: <laughs> that that guy's yeah. i I'm, I'm a listen. His, his um he comes from a, a long, a, a long history of people and influence and power in Florida. And he has sure shown that they still have a lot of strings to pull. Yeah, I I'm remember. Not uh, touch that his one. Da- no, that's fine. I mean, his that his. I, talk, I mean, these are the fun stories. His dad was um former Senate president of the, of the state legislature here in Florida. And he told one of the, 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 loudest, most vocal activists in Florida, uh, that they, you know, that if they, what was it go that they, um, if they believe in the constitution that much, they should be, you know, they, they should basically be hung from a tree with it. So, I mean, you know, things like that, they've, they've always had a, a little, you know, tradition of being, uh, obnoxiously public with their thoughts. And feelings, and apparently they're touching.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's not great. Um, uh, so here's no, here's I mean, one. Yeah. So, so I will say this. I think one thing. Uh, so actually, a couple of weeks ago, I made like the prediction that I thought that Republicans was going to sweep in November, and this and that, and that Democrats have shown how much of a bunch of jackasses they are. And then the Supreme Court was like, oh, I'll take care of that for you. And then overturns Roe v. Wade. And Republicans are getting drugged to the mud for it. Now, it's not the fault of the Republicans of, you know, explicitly that it got overturned. That's the Supreme Court's decision, even though that they were some of them were Republican nominees. However, I think that does open a really effective door for third parties. Reason being is that it's shown that Democrats are being jackasses still. They're still promoting the dumb shit that they've always promoted. And then Republicans are sitting there with their dicks in their hand, like, maybe we should get rid of Plan B and condoms and birth control and all this other shit. And Libertarians, we're sitting here like, what are either you motherfuckers talking about? Like, let's do some other shit. And a lot of Americans are starting to line up with us. And they're like, hey, these motherfuckers are making sense. So this might be a great opportunity for a massive wave in November for Libertarians nationwide. Sure.
1: But what? but this election's going to be the most important election that you're ever going to be in. You have to vote red or blue,
2: <laughs> red or blue, or else you're screwed. <laughs> Something like that, right? No, 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 no. Uh, ser- seriously, it's it, the, we call it the gold standard for a reason, right? Uh, because everything else fails in comparison. That's why we say vote gold. The you no. Know, at the end of the day, we we really have to, as libertarians, we have to have a very clear. Uh, a clear perspective on what we're talking, you know, what we're talking about in terms of uh, reproductive rights. Now, reproductive rights is not like some some weird left-wing expression. It really literally means I have the right to get pregnant or have, you know, children when I want to. That's a, So in other words, the ability for the government to say that, uh, you know, to even have a voice in your re- reproductive rights is the, is, the, is the same authority that they can take away and they can give it to you or force you into it. So that's that's a that's actually the scary position. Uh and really what that's that's kind of what um people have been saying about the the, the left on the issue forever, right? That uh, they've had such they've had uh, opportunities to uh, to change policies in, in regards to like things like plan B, like you said, or uh, or other types of uh, uh you know other types of prescriptions. Like you have to get a prescription in order to get a plan B or you have to have get a prescription or to get uh, birth control. These are these are, uh, you know, uh, these things are not considered off the shelf. I, you know, uh, over the counter. You can walk is, into a be, CVS and at,
1: buy Plan B.
2: Sorry, not Plan B, but birth control, right? Yeah, okay. so, I
1: just wanted to make sure. I'm like, yes, you can. You sorry. can just walk in. You don't have the uh, prescription.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. So, in other words, you, in order to actually have a this, uh, this, this conversation, you have to have a conversation with an expert. You have to go through all these steps uh, to do so. Uh, and at the end of the day, so y- your your permission to even consider those options has to go through someone. Else. that that, that's that's really where where we're at with this conversation but like i you know i i the the road the road or the the repeal of road in terms of decision was actually was controversial for in my opinion for other reasons not because we got rid of we were getting rid of abortions anyway anyway in in america i mean they were on decline in a serious way why because you know people who you know 70 percent almost 70 percent of all uh, unplanned pregnancies that ended up uh, uh, of abortions were based on unplanned pregnancies that they simply made a decision. They can't afford it. So they wanted to terminate the pregnancy. Now that's, uh that's, so as soon as you start resolving the economic issues behind it, it starts decreasing dramatically. Then of course, what, like 15% of them were, or as a result of rape or incest. So, you know, once, once you start cutting, cutting these, um when you start peeling back the numbers, uh you really start noticing that, you know, the, the whole pro-life movement, was winning without actually having to go to court, you know. Uh, so whatever you know, whatever this conversation looks now, uh, is them just now ha- having a different conversation? Not instead of not focusing on the cultural issues and the culture of life issues that that people really wanted to have. Uh, because really, why were people having less abortions? Because they actually prided more in life. they and They actually partic- participated more in contraceptives. Uh, you know, th- they, th- those are the re- real reasons why we were having less abortions in America. Now. Uh, so you have to remember something, uh, if we just went through the two years of this conversation about bodily autonomy, you know, whether it's forced mandates or vaccines or face masks or, or emergency authorization for experimental, you know, wh- whatever those things are called, you know, so you don't, so you can stay on the internet. Uh, you know, so, and then all of a sudden the, the big lawsuits that were competing uh, about, uh, against those, those types of mandates, you know, there were, they were actually suing under the basis of the protections established under, under the original Roe versus Wade. So, you know, I, I always figured this, um, if you, if you want a comparable conversation in terms of public policy, think about it this way. Uh, everybody heard about section, it was a 230 on the FCC code, you know, about that you can't sue the publisher of a, of a digital platform, like, uh, you know, uh, Facebook or AOL, <laughs> people still use that to, uh, uh, to, um, you know for defamation because of someone else's you know someone's using their platform to you know to spread hateful messages about someone right uh so they didn't change that rule 230 was not repealed and and the, and the reason was is because hey it'd been around for for almost 30 years it's been pretty good law look at the internet now it, it's it really benefited from it now look at our society today with decreased abortions if people actually look you know finding alternate alternates and alternatives like you know, uh, like uh, you know, adoptions or using or, or using, um, uh, uh, you know, being safe, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, and, and the the point is that you didn't need a, you didn't need the courts to do it, uh, and you, there was no need for the for the reversal of Roe v. in our society. But what the what does the, the repeal actually do? It kind of reverses uh, or winds back the protections of government. Um, of, of government actually making decisions in our, in our lives now. Now instead of uh, you know being very clear that you have this stable uh, platform for our rights, you know under Roe versus Wade, whether you're a man or a woman, by the way. Uh, now you now you have to go back to uh, arguing to 50 different states and a couple different territories in D.C. What your rights are, you know, and and that's um, uh, that is that is a disruption. In in this conversation of, of what are our rights, uh, at a time when you know when we we've, we've had the biggest uh, grab a uh, power grab uh, under a totalitarian and and make no mistake what we lived through in the last two years, including in Florida, was a totalitarian moment in our in our lives. I mean, it doesn't get worse than saying you are not essential or you are essential, uh, you deserve to work for a living or you are a a. Okay, well, you're just out of luck, right? Sol. So th- that's really where it comes down to. Uh, I, you know, I people argue with me that when I say that DeSantis is probably one of the worst governors in, in the country for for COVID, uh, because you know he uh, he kept the state uh, he kept the state un, uh, he kept Florida under state of emergency for 475 days. Uh, he basically usurped the power of the legislature to to write billions in in uh, in, uh, in in contracts out and, and basically spending all this uh, COVID relief money uh, to with no bid contracts that did not have any oversight from the legislature, and people want to say that that's a that was a good thing. No governor in history, no governor anywhere, should have the authority that that he exercised for 475 days. So that means that from uh, that means from March when we had the, the lockdown, initial lockdowns, all the way to June of the following year. And even then, you know, we, we're still arguing about mask mandates even after this. So June twenty 2020, twenty June twenty twenty one, uh the, the emergency goes away, but we're still arguing mask mandates in Brevard County, in Broward County, in Miami Dade County, in Hillsborough. I mean I mean, we're still arguing about mandates even then and we weren't under a state of emergency. Why? Because people got used to uh then the politicians got used to grabbing that much power. Uh, Starting from the top, way on the top with with uh, the going down, uh, and where was the governor then? I mean, honestly, there, there's you know we have we do not. It is no clear example of having uh, a, a a unity of the two parties uh, against our rights uh, for for the last couple of years uh, under the uh, the threat of of uh, of the, of emergency. So. That's where it is. I, I think a libertarian just needs to to be able to stand up and say these things and and make people realize that you know we we've lost the right of uh for bodily autonomy. We whether it's from because of the COVID emergency and and now it's it's been reversed in the courts to actually support for the types of uh of takings of our liberties. Uh, that's that's really where we're going. And now with the red flag laws at a national level, we are, you know, now and now they're they're coming after our ability to protect ourselves. And this is. This is what is considered conservative in these in these times too. Let me not even mention what with the you know that Democrats are all quiet on this because they really they just agree. Why would you want to interrupt your enemy when they're making a mistake, right? So uh, this is a, it's, it's classic of uh, they don't have anything to say or add or, or contribute to Florida because they if Florida if, if Florida is feeling the pinch, then they'll just blame the Republicans and they'll say you get you better give us a chance at, at, at making the same mistakes because at least it's not we're not them i mean that's really what our option is every every couple of years anyway so this year we're gonna have a libertarian on the ballot and I, i'm i'm happy and i'm, I'm proud to, to stand uh for the the hundreds of thousands of of people who vote libertarian in the state of florida and and hopefully this year it will be over a million
0: nice yeah um you might actually be the one person who can convince me to give up my Tennessee driver's license and uh uh, you know, get a Florida one just so I can register to vote here in the state. Um, I mean, that's like, even the state party has been like, Hey, you know, you'll have to, you'll have to register here to vote for it. That's, I was like, nah, I'm good. Like, I don't need to do that. And, uh, you might actually have convinced me to do it, man. Embrace well, I'll tell you what,
2: man, uh, this is, I, I believe so strongly in anti-tax. I'm going to tell you not to do that. I'm going to tell you instead that you don't need to actually change your voter, uh, your, your driver's license uh to uh, to get here, you just need your so- your last four digits of your social, and let them look it up, look it up for you. Go to uh, register uh, register to vote florida.gov. Uh, they will ask you for your driver's license, but they'll ask- also ask you for your social. You just stick in your social, and that's enough. Instead, right? So that way, uh, because once you come, once you change your driver's license, mom, you you should know this. Once you change your driver's license to uh, to Florida, then you're required to keep uh, per- uh, car insurance, personal injury car insurance, very expensive car insurance in in um uh to your vehicles that are registered in the state of florida and you won't be required you know so imagine if new yorkers again pay like a third of the car insurance we do in florida that's why you see so many new york license plates because they have no idea they have no um they don't want to switch over because they want to save the money on their driver's license a driver's uh insurance their car insurance
0: well i found my solution yeah absolutely there you go i mean
1: yeah, but if you bundle with flow and you do your car and auto and boat... You're
0: just <laughs> fucking proud. <Christ. laughs>
2: I be didn't called realize loopholes for a reason. It, the rich get away yeah. with it, so, so so can libertarians.
0: That's that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm going to do that tonight then. I'll <laughs> just, vote, vote, I'll just vote, vote in Tennessee. Florida Florida.
2: Gov. That's the voter don't, fraud. Don't vote, in, don't, <laughs> don't vote in Texas. I mean, Tennessee at the same time. Same Don't do that. They, they will. Well, there is a, a clearinghouse.
0: Well, I will say this: it'll be very difficult for me to drive from Florida, thir- uh, like twenty hours back to Tennessee to vote. So I don't think it's a, I don't think it's oh, a yeah, worry we, there.
1: You Florida has that embraced by mail? the mail-in votes.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, I'll be a, I'll be a Trump stat. Of the twenty ballots that got lost in the mail last <laughs> election cycle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what lost it for him. It wasn't the millions; it was the twenty in that one mail truck.
2: Isn't that a crazy story? I don't know if it's true, but it it, it kind of has a ring of it, no?
0: Yeah, Jesus Christ, we live in a we live in a weird world. It's uh, I don't think I don't think pe- I don't think authors can write stories better than reality anymore. I just I think it's true, difficult.
1: Right? I don't know that um, little story I-, I wrote you the other night was pretty awesome.
0: Oh I, yes,
2: you know, I, I, I was uh, I was commenting to Stephen King, you know the uh, the, the horror writer, you know, Goosebumps and all that. Yeah, he, um,
0: he
1: did not write so
2: Goosebumps. <laughs> i <I'm saying
0: laughs> jo- that was, of, the was I was like, yeah, sure, uh-huh. Uh, are, it was it Ariel Stein that did Goosebumps or yeah. who was it? Yes, yeah, yeah
2: Stine. I, I got you. I, I was wondering what, what, when people uh, think it's both of them, but. The uh, but no he's the guy the guy is uh is complaining that the, the that the governor of Florida just signed into law, uh, this requirement for university students and professors to basically complete a survey that says what your political philosophy is, you know. Um, and he go he goes, yeah, I'm super disappointed into this. And I reply, well, you know, you, you should you, you should give them some credit. They're writing really good, really good material for your next horror you know horror story. <laughs> You know, that's a, at the end of the day, you have to get yeah, I mean,
1: he already he wrote this one. It's songs. called The Dead Zone. <laughs>
2: like. So, art imitates life, right? Or is it that life imitates art?
0: Yes. Exactly. I mean, you I'm, I'm all of... good. No, no, you're good. I was going to say, you know, I'm all about making Orwell fiction again. Um, you know, the Babylon B writes better fucking satire headlines than CNN, Fox News, and MSNBC do. Like they write stuff. like don't make a joke. I'm like, well, that's going to happen tomorrow. No shit. It always fucking happens tomorrow.
1: <laughs> well, you know that um, fuck what is it called? The National Enquirer has are you here in the train?
0: No, uh, so I'm I'm just oh. sitting out here on the back porch, and it's it's still weird to me because there's a canal that that's on the <laughs> that's right off the back porch, and there's just people fucking rowing boats down the fucking river. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that's that's a thing. Yeah.
1: Well, the National Enquirer, actually, if you go back and look at all of the headlines they've had, like eighty percent of the shit that they've ever are reported has actually come true. Like they were coming out with shit about Cosby being a fucking sleepy rapist years before it actually came out like i mean granted not the you know an alien came and i'm pregnant with a baby bullshit but um, the other well, stuff well, like well, if you look yeah. at it a lot of it has come true and people just disregard it because oh it's the national require they talked about sasquatch i'm like that was just bootleg you forgot to shave <laughs>
0: talk about That's true, but that's I wouldn't. Uh, and he, and
2: yeah, reality is uh, is stranger than fiction, right? What's that? That's the that's that. Uh, uh, that's that expression. So it, it, I always always it's say curious. that uh, in, in terms of politics. You, uh, in terms of politics, there's there's two big lies, right? The first lie, of course, is that, uh, is that evil. That's lie number one. <laughs> and the second lie of course is that it it can't happen here right so uh, this idea of self-denial uh and and frankly they're, they're based they're both based on the same idea that if you if you just vote that voting actually does end up making a big difference uh, that's actually the third one but i'm running for office so i shouldn't try to say that too often no realistically though you know what does what does a, a libertarian on the ballot do for us you know, it really makes a cultural impact. It gives people an option to just state their preference. I do not approve of what is happening in the state and in the country. So, we giving being able to give people ask me all the time. Oh, you're gonna take away votes from DeSantis. I'm like, why would anybody who's voting for me vote for DeSantis? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, at the end we of the day, it's, it all um, the time, it, though.
1: You hear it, oh, well, you took votes away from Trump, you took votes away from from Sleepy Joe, you did all this shit, and it's like, boot, like Bud, I wasn't gonna vote for either of those fucking old crony fucks, regardless.
2: Exactly.
1: Like I didn't take anyone's vote. Like I gave my vote. A vote is earned, not fucking owed. Fuck yourself. Sorry. I should burn
0: down your local polling place. Oh, <laughs> we so no no I all not votes.
1: Sorry. What? Hashtag Jinny Rant.
2: I didn't say that. W- so it, cool. wasn't, uh, it wasn't bootleg either. No. No, but you're not
0: like It was my
1: kid. My 15 year old popped out and said it.
2: Damn,
0: kid. Yeah. <laughs> that, Jesus Christ.
1: Did I tell you? Oh, God.
0: Yeah. Well, here, here, t- Sorry. I was
1: going to tell a funny story about my kid. So I was talking to him the other day about how supposedly someone mailed it, mailed a uterus to the Supreme Court after Roe v. Wade getting overturned, and I was like, "Yeah, but I bet it was like a cow uterus or something." And he goes, "It'd be a lot cooler if it was human." <laughs> I'm like, "Jesus Christ, bud!" Uh,
0: but to be fair, that'd be a better story. It would be a much better he's, headline. To,
1: he's but not to done be fair, though. He- yeah, I tell him, but yeah, bud, but now you're, you're breaking laws on like, um, trans or mailing human body parts and all this stuff. And he goes, yes! mom, he goes, we troll. We don't listen to the government. He's
2: <laughs> like, so so he, a good kid there. Yeah, eh, a good, he's, a a good product. he's a dick. He's a dick?
1: No, I love my kids. He's
2: embracing his. He's embracing his. Uh, his his. Uh, Florida heritage. Gender. Exactly.
1: <laughs> well, he was born in California.
2: Oh, that's what I said. Gender. Oh, that's got to be an interesting Uh-oh. story.
1: <sighs> Good times.
0: Yeah, the first <laughs> thing I did, I moved to, I moved down here to Cape Coral. So naturally, I did the appropriate thing to do when you move to a new community i follow the local pd and just started harassing them on facebook uh, as you should
1: it's been beautiful mama's so proud
0: yeah they did a big post on uh like fourth of july i said the irony of red coats celebrating anti-redcoat day <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man I, I yeah that that always got me right people who um People who think secession isn't a solution to our, our, our national problems, uh, and they're they're sell they they just uh, walked out of store with five hundred dollars of fireworks. <laughs> oh, like yeah, yeah, you're putting your money where your mouth yeah, your is. People were yeah, yeah. shit. My That's friends and family
1: right? they they spent somewhere between six and eight thousand dollars on right. fireworks, and my husband said it was like two hours of nonstop finales because they got those. Things with all the different all right. uh, launchers for the mortars Combers. and like tied them up with right, the, right. Uh, yeah, like it was ridiculous.
0: So did y'all see uh, that uh, um, that police department? I think Spike Cohen It's been floating around on Facebook a little bit, but it's basically this police department like stop calling us about firework permits. There isn't an ordinance. If you want a permit, <laughs> here's one you can use, and it's a picture of Ron Swanson holding a sign that says "I do what I want." And <laughs> Like that like to be honest that's the most based police department posting I've ever seen they were like just do that's, what the fuck you want stop calling us
2: that's it that's awesome My fucking I just remember I, I just remember from the uh that Uvalde one where you know the, the the police department that didn't go in again you know to go Ooh. save the kids uh that uh, they they put out a recruitment uh post saying you know please join our police department we have all these great benefits <laughs> and and uh, obviously spike you know he burned them bad like just just delete just delete this account. <laughs> yeah, the just... The
1: yeah.
2: so, uh, and apparently he has actually caused people to burn to delete their their facebook presence completely so yeah cheers to that
0: yeah i'll, I'll give the main credit he is stupid fucking clever when it comes to that stuff like i've been in the room with him and i've like give like i've dug at him i was like you sure you know how to use that thing every time y'all try to start a podcast y'all fuck it up and he'll like burn the shit out of me. I'm like, that's fair. Like, the dude's smart, and when when he's got when he's got nothing to lose, he's got nothing to lose, and he will fucking eradicate you, and it's glorious.
2: It's, uh, it's good. I I would say that you know if um, if uh, there's two people that cured my apathy, it would be uh, uh, Ron Paul, and then even before before uh, uh, even before I got into the LP, it was it was definitely Spike the second in the second half actually we were um, I was it was October it was early October in 2000 in the year 2000, 2020 for the campaign for the presidential campaign and we're down in Miami and he's um, and we're trying to host this uh, this this uh, you know event for him uh, and the, the the city in October announces the closure of the venue that we're gonna have it at because the night before they had their music too loud uh, after hours you know whatever right so like we were, It ended up being a, a protest of dancing in the streets, pretty much. So, uh, but it, it reminded everybody at a very at a national level that you know, shoot, it's it was already October and people were still being locked down and they were still being curfew, uh in place. Uh, and which re- is one of the reasons why I said I always look at people and go, what the hell are you talking about? Calling you know, Desantis, you know, like COVID Jesus or something, right? That how you know he's the second coming that he, he saved everybody in Florida from COVID or something. It was amazing, Uh, you know, it it truly is. And, you know, I wanted to segue something that I was saying earlier about, you know, uh, voting preferences, right? Uh, That voting doesn't often make, it doesn't really make a difference. Now it it does, but not in the way of direct votes. And I want, this is where we libertarians really need to stand up and pay attention. You know, half of all registered, half of all voting age adults aren't even registered to vote in Florida, not half of them. So of the other half that are registered to vote, only half of them even come out to vote these kind of elections. So we have a a monstrous ability to actually make uh, make a big impact with a smaller and smaller population of people uh, that vote. There's a uh, there are a million registered gun owners in Florida, and I'm sure there's another million that aren't registered at least, uh, and they who really really care about the issues of of uh, gun rights and and, the, and really the right to self defense. Uh, of course, there's also a lot of parents who really really care about a you know, a public school system that is increasingly treating uh, treating themselves as the real parents over the kids, and telling them uh, and and deciding for the for for them how their kids should be raised, what you know what they should be taught, and 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 on, regardless of their age, by the way, or, or if they're even ready. So we have, you know, libertarians have a lot of opportunities in Florida to to basically convince people who have been just tuned out to re-engage. Uh, and what we just have to get involved. I mean, we have our numbers. Uh, we, we really do, we, we just need to show up. Uh, I, I'm asking people, for instance, for, for my campaign, I'm, I'm trying to take advantage of Florida law. We have easy ballot access in Florida. So all I have to do was write a check to get on the ballot. Uh, but ultimately, to, my next step is to raise uh, $150,000 from, from Floridian, from Floridians uh, to then trigger basically a matching funds programming uh, at, at the state level. Uh, so that basically I would get a, uh, a one-to-one match, so I would suddenly have another $300,000 raised, uh, and then we're then we're in business. You know, we're, we're, you know we we want to get back to the debates uh, here in Florida. Uh, the last candidate for governor actually got in the debates too, uh, and we want to make a similar impact. And I think we can do a lot more after COVID, considering that neither party uh, is uh, has a, a good record on COVID, no matter what the main, the the, uh, the legacy media says about the governor of Florida.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I thought it was funny that everybody was talking about how Ron DeSantis is, Ron DeSantis that, and I was in Tennessee, and we locked down for two weeks, and everyone was like, eh, fuck this, And at, at least at the state level, and then they were like, we'll leave it up to the counties, and the counties made shit decisions, and everyone just ignored them, and the counties had no power because nobody gave a shit what they said, um, but, yeah, I mean, it was it was weird. Uh, I think there's this big push, and everyone's talking about Ron DeSantis probably running for president next cycle. That's sure. why uh, Republicans were uh, massively sucking his slong about all that. But
1: I mean, not um, massively. It's probably, like, this big. Uh,
0: they were sucking it massively, but I didn't say it, it was massive. Anyways, um, <laughs> so, so, Hector uh, – where can people find you? You need one hundred and fifty grand. So, where can people find you? Where can they donate? Where they can follow you? All once
2: yeah, One step at a time. At a, I, I'm on the web. Of my my website is RoosForflorida.com. My socials are rooseforflorida. I'm all the, I'm on all the majors uh, except YouTube. That's coming. And I, I'm going to tell you that I'm I'm really looking forward to this election. Telling people the truth. Uh, remember at the at the same time that people were declaring uh, dissent. Governor DeSantis, a hero on COVID, uh, there were people who are di- dying on a hospital bed in Palm Beach County uh, because they uh, because they re- refused to be ventilated and, and the the traditional treatments that were uh, that were approved from mainstream science, uh, while their doctor, their personal physician, wasn't allowed to attend them and give them like uh, hydrochloroquine. They ended ended up winning in court for permission for the doctor to treat them, but uh, but then the person died. So. I mean that's that's the kind of those are the real stories that the Senate really should have stood up for that person. Uh instead, uh you know, he caused a lot of unnecessary pain and suffering and death. And that's really the truth. The real truth is that we allowed a lot of government intervention to to occur. The lockdowns were the, the biggest uh the, the biggest cause of, of frustration and and uh you know, we, we've seen it, suicides, we've seen businesses lost, uh savings wiped out, and now we're in a new era of, of inflation. You know, we, we need a way out. People are desperate in Florida and they're, they're, I guarantee you they're desperate enough for a libertarian to even elect a libertarian for governor. And that's what it's going to take. honestly.
0: Well, Hector, man, I really appreciate you. Um, I wish you the best of luck and I'm definitely going to go register so I can, uh, so I can throw a little bit of something your way. And, uh, man, it's, it's been awesome having you on here and I'm super sorry about this train wreck, but it you know, it is a good time. And, uh, All right. hopefully you'll be rolling to back on someday. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> So, man, you have a good night. We appreciate you. You betcha. Take it easy. See you, bud. Well, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the hell out of that. Um, Yeah. You're a fucking animal. You're an absolute animal.
1: You want to hear my um, tinfoil conspiracy, or like tinfoil hat's conspiracy theory on why they overturned Roe v. Wade?
0: I would be remiss if I didn't ask.
1: Okay, so... For a very long time, our um, population was like this. We had a lot of small old people and we had a bunch of younger people. Okay. Well, we have since switched to this. Okay, because people are, yeah, people are stopping. They're not having as many kids. They're not doing this. So our population is getting smaller. So we have all these old people that are retiring and, you know, they can't work, all these things. But now we have no one down here that was willing to work and, well, willing to work shit jobs, I should say. (laughs) So my theory is that the elitists that need all of us for slave labor, um, because if you keep us poor we'll keep working shit jobs they want us to have more kids so they have them overturn roe v wade so that we'll start to being forced to have kids and make it come out again so that they can still keep saving money yep yep
0: yep so i mean look i'm <laughs> i'm more in support of roe v wade now that you've said that than ever before uh I think a smaller population would be amazing. I'm not saying genocide. I'm just saying.
1: No. But just natural selection. But
0: yeah, I mean, look, just let's take the, the warning labels off of things. Let's depopulate Florida and make. Uh... Like, I'm super worried about talking to people about how great Tennessee is now because I've seen how miserable people are about how massive Florida's grown in the last 30 years. And uh, just stay the fuck out of East Tennessee. Just don't. Just don't move there. It's yeah, but horrible. if we win the
1: lottery, that's where we're going.
0: Don't shy. <laughs> don't move to East Tennessee. Uh, there's no land. Uh, we have no it's houses. It's
1: horrible. Just, we have it an income. We have like a state,
0: yeah, I mean, slavery it's still a thing. We still have state income tax. Uh, sales tax is 85%. Um, yep. Um, yeah, you can only buy can a one bedroom house.
1: All. There's no concealed carry. No No, no open carry. No are illegal in nope. Tennessee.
0: Yep. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, don't move to Tennessee. It's horrible. Try why I moved to Florida. Stack so <laughs> Tennessee move, blows. Yeah, yeah, hot, hot, <laughs> yeah. Don't move to Tennessee. It's horrible. Unless you're moving to like Nashville. Move there because it's already shitty there. Or Memphis. So.
1: <laughs> Good times.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and call it. It's been fun. This has been right. the shit show I imagined it would be. And uh, thank you for coming on.
1: I know I'm not as cool as Will, but you know, it's fun.
0: Can we talk about that like how miserable have we all been since will left? like will like will didn't t- convert a lot but when he did he would just oh. he would make us all fucking ass.
1: my poor baby braxton because i've decided i am his mother is so sad he, see there he goes effing the <laughs> my poor baby he's so sad <laughs>
0: We all, we all do this well, um, but we do yeah. know that he's doing the Lord's work and he's doing the things that he needs to do. And this is the yep. easiest thing for him to say, look, I need to put some on the back brand. I get it. Um, he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. He, uh, he said it's yeah. temporary. And then
1: he can't stay away from the suck fest for long.
0: He's a, he's a masochist like the rest of us. So he'll be back. Yeah. He'll he make place. all the
1: shitty memes about him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, good times. <coughs> <laughs> all right. Well, well, you have a good weekend. I'll see you when I'm in your comments on Sunday night.
0: Sliding <laughs> DMs. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you all. It's been a great night. Uh, thanks for showing up, and uh, peace out.